Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This episode of the Therapy as a Christian podcast is brought to you by the Therapy Reflection Journal. The Therapy Reflection Journal is your personal journal for your therapy experience. Whether you are just starting therapy for the first time or currently in therapy, you can utilize this journal throughout your process. This journal was designed for you to write down topics and themes that you and your therapist discuss throughout your counseling sessions. There's a place to keep track of your mood, things to work on in between sessions, and an entire place for you to reflect on what you and your therapist talked about. Take this journal with you consistently throughout your counseling experience to dig deeper and see growth in your mental health like never before. You can go to rosandrenee.com to purchase or the link is in the description box. Now let's start the show. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy as a Christian podcast. I am your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to another episode of the show. Hi, everyone. I am so, so excited to be back in front of the microphone again. I have missed you guys so much. I have missed doing topics and doing um, different discussions. As I told y'all before, I record my podcast um a couple weeks in advance before they come out. So when I was working on my journal, I had recorded the episode related to my announcement a week or so before I recorded my episode relating to spending time with God. So all of those episodes were like done weeks in advance before I had even um, posted them. So it has been a long time for me sitting in front of this microphone. Um, It's February 23rd, which is a Saturday. And so you are listening to this episode if you listen when the episode comes out. 
and February 24th. So I am really excited to actually be recording in real time per se with you. I've just missed being in front of this microphone and talking to you guys and just kind of really sharing, you know, all the things I always love to share and talk to you about. So today we are actually going to be, I really was kind of, um, thinking about what I wanted to talk about with you. I've been praying and asking God, um, you know, just kind of what he's been wanting me to share with his children. Um, I really wanted to get into doing interviews and sharing those interviews with you guys. So I really hope that you enjoyed Brittany's interview last week. I re-listened to it actually again the other day and I was like, gosh, she just has such a wealth of knowledge. So I really hope you enjoy um, that episode You are going to be in for a treat next week because I have a friend that I recently got connected with who lives in Maryland. Her name is Mrs. Charm Lewis. She is an LCSW that lives in Maryland. She and I recently got connected on Instagram via from doing this podcast. And she is a therapist who actually helps women Christian women who have experienced childhood trauma. So if you are someone that even if you've never experienced childhood trauma, suffer from rejection um, ever. If you are a person that has come out of the new age um, kind of practices. So we talk about the new age and just kind of the thing where people, Christians, talk about the universe and um, witchcraft and all of those different things. We talk about that in that episode. She and I really delve deep into how childhood trauma um, truly, truly impacts us as adults. And so it's just going to be such a good episode. She is so amazing. And I really, really think y'all are going to enjoy that. And so be on the lookout for that next week. I'm really excited about sharing that episode with you all. So First things first, I have a lot of housekeeping things. As I said, I haven't been in front of my microphone in a while, so I feel like I haven't really been able to share a lot. So first things first, thank you. Thank you a million times. Thank you. I'm still wrapping my mind around all of this. But thank you to those who shared, commented, reposted, Um, told me that this was a good idea to purchase a journal from me, the Therapy Reflection Journal, y'all. I was floored by the response to these journals um, because, you know, you are, again, like I told y'all in my podcast, even though I'm like one of those type of people that's like, you know, putting this, putting, being obedient to God and putting what he did gives on my heart out there to the world, a large part of what I do can sometimes be you don't see what's going on behind the scenes. And I was really fearful about putting that journal out. And because of all of the things that happened before I put the journal out, I was just like, Father, is this meant to happen? And I was so floored by the response from people and just people that purchased the journal who don't even listen to this podcast. Um, I even told y'all on the last podcast I was going to do a giveaway. And part of the giveaway was people sharing, just sharing my posts on social media. And I had so many people, so many people that shared the post about (laughs) the journal that it was like I couldn't even do the giveaway because a part of the giveaway was sharing the post. 
but I'm gonna don't worry the giveaway will be happening I'm trying to just decide if I'm gonna just do it kind of later on um either sometime in the summertime or something I just still like I said I am still wrapping my mind around just the response and people actually purchasing um it is a little bit different for me. And I will say in this season that I'm in now experiencing favor from God, especially when it's something out of full obedience is different and it's a blessing. I will say it is a huge blessing that I am so thankful for to him, thankful to him for. Um, but it is an adjustment and it can be a different type of season. So I'm super thankful. Um, still be on the lookout for that giveaway because I am going to do that. If you are interested in purchasing um, a therapy reflection journal, whether you're in therapy or wanting to start therapy, this can be your first step. Go to RosalindRenee.com to purchase. Um I know I said on the previous episode, go to Therapy as a Christian, but my domain for Therapy as a Christian and Roz and Renee go to the same website. So either one is fine, but really just go to rosandrenee.com to purchase. And so that's that. The second thing is if you purchase a journal, you are already signed up for my email list, which I'm really excited about. Um, In the month of March, I will be really, really, really sending out some devotionals things God shares with me. I'm even working on like an affirmation list. I'm just working on a lot of different things for my email list. I really want my email list not to be a place where you, I'm just sending you a bunch of emails. I really want them to be purposeful. And so I'm really seeking God about how I want to utilize my email list. So if you purchase a journal, you are automatically put on my email list. Um, if you would like to subscribe to my email list to get those devotionals and things that I'm really interceding with God about what he wants to speak with you, sign up for the link is in the show notes. Um, there is a bit.ly, uh, email let me, or website. Let me actually look that up for you real quickly as I'm um, talking so that I can tell you it's in the description box if you want to sign up for my email list. But if you go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash T-A-A-C email, you can sign up for my email list. And that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash T-A-A-C-E C-E-M-A-I-L, y'all. Forgive me for my foolery. It's therapy is a Christian um, email, but it's T-A-A-C email. Y'all, just go to the description box. (laughs) Clearly, I'm just really excited. I'm like not even prepared fully because I didn't type that in my notes. But anyway, the uh, third thing before we get into a couple more things, um, I never say this on the podcast, and I guess I should probably start doing it. But if you love this podcast, subscribe and rate the podcast. Um, give me five stars if you enjoy it. This helps when people search my name or look up anything related to therapy. It puts me more in the search area. And if you love this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you can just share it with people you care about. Um, I never ask that because I always forget but subscribe rate the podcast write a comment leave a review I've already gotten some reviews which is so awesome to me and yeah so that's that 
couple more things, y'all, and then I'm going to get into my my topic. Um, The worship playlist. So I always put extra things for you all in the show notes. And one of the things that I talked about on my series related to spending time with God and building your consistency with him is my actual worship playlist. And so if you follow me on Instagram, you can go to my uh, website in my bio and see that I have a worship playlist that takes you straight to the worship playlist. Or if you look in the show notes, this is a playlist that you can actually listen to through Apple music. So you can only do it if you have an Apple and you go through Apple music. I even know some of my friends that want to listen to it, but they're like, girl, I listen to Spotify and I'm like, okay, sis. But anyway, so I have a worship playlist that I actually listen to every day. And child, I add songs on there because I be trying to get the presence of God where I'm at. Okay, so uh, the worship playlist link link is in the show notes. And then lastly, follow me on Instagram. I have a bunch of new followers, which is super exciting. Um, Y'all funny story. So about three years ago now, it was when I was in grad school. So it's probably about 2015. Y'all, my Instagram got deleted and I was so upset. I had, like, think I had just hit the cusp of a thousand followers. So maybe a thousand followers back in 2015 was a big deal because I probably had more, which I'm not really a followers person now. I'm actually thankful for that deleting. I don't know why my Instagram got, got deleted. I think I was in one of my modes of wanting to deactivate my Instagram. And I accidentally deleted it, but whatever. Anyway, so my new Instagram is getting built back up. So I don't have as many followers as I used to have. So I really think that it was God's meant because I'm genuinely following people I care about. And I also feel like my page is curated for people that genuinely want to follow me and not just kind of like just people I people that just um, I might have met in college or whatever. But even if that's the case for you, that's fine. But I just I love when I get to connect with my podcast listeners through Instagram. That's a long story for no reason at all. Okay, so that's the last thing related to housekeeping. We're going to get into um, the topic for today. I'm really excited about this. Um, And how I actually came up with doing this was I I know this podcast is always talking about therapy and you all know I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate for mental health. Um, But there is a connection part with this as it relates to Christianity and really Jesus Christ. And I say Jesus Christ because people nowadays will say God. People will say the universe. People will say all these names of who God is. And I will let you know from the day that I'm saying this now until God takes me up, I serve Jesus Christ. And so that will be who I will speak up, speak upon in this podcast. Um, this is not a podcast where I will be, you know, sharing anything. But um, I active, I really actively work to try to please the Lord. And I want his name to be glorified. And I think that that is, you know, the assignment on my life to make God's name great. And in order for me to make God's name great, I want to speak about the name that is above every name, which is Jesus Christ. So I say that to say, because don't get it twisted. I love anybody, whether they're Christian or not Christian. But if you listen to this podcast, you're going to get the word of God and you're going to get who 
is speaking for me, which is Holy Spirit, and he comes from Jesus Christ. So I say that with boldness because I am not ashamed of who I serve. And I want you to know that if you're seeking to want to come to know Christ and be happier in your life, I don't speak about the universe. I don't speak about crystals. I don't speak about, you know, serving anything in the new age. I don't speak about manifestation of thoughts. I don't speak about any of those things. I speak of Jesus Christ. And so um, I just really felt like I wanted to make that very clear because in the age we live now, we're flooded with so much information and you know, what you see in my life and with the blessings you see do not come from me. I speak about Christ. And um, speaking of that, I went to I wanted to talk about um, this specific topic, because when I went to this. I, so if anybody that knows me knows I have like three or four pastors that I listen to on a regular basis. Um, Tiffany Montgomery is one. Tiffany Montgomery is not a pastor. I think she's in ministry. She's an entrepreneur who talks about God. Phenomenal, phenomenal woman of God. Um, I also listen to Pastor Michael Todd, Pastor Sarah Jakes, Pastor Stephen Furtick during um, um here and there, but I mostly listened to those three people. And so I was really excited when I was blessed with the opportunity the day before um, to go to A Night in the Wild with Sarah Jakes. Um, A girl that I went to college with was selling the ticket on Instagram and I bought it from her and the event actually had been sold out for a couple of months, I think, up until the time that the event occurred. So I went this past was it Wednesday? I want to say it was this past Wednesday. Yeah. And oh, powerful, powerful, powerful night. I learned a lot. I actually had to really reflect after a couple of days after because my initial feelings were a little bit different than what they are now, because I really think I had to reflect a lot on what she talked about. And even as a point of reflection of where I was, where I am now with the Lord and just my relationship with God is really different. Um, She spoke about a lot of things that I felt in my spirit. A lot of women were struggling with. Um, And I think I just have like six points. I think I'm going to talk one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six points that I'm going to talk to y'all about. Um, And she's trying to share my thoughts based on something she said. These are my actual notes that I wrote down. So some of these things may be what she said, and I'm just kind of talking off of them. But I really wanted to give, you know, if, if spoiler alert, if you haven't been to Sarah Jack's Night in a Wild and you're hearing this and you live in another city, please don't listen to this. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to kind of give you my perspective and share, you know, my own feelings, especially now. Um, the difference with now, and I'm going to get into my points that I feel like what hit me when I went to this event was that I realized that I'm in such a better place with God. And I know that there are seasons and there's different seasons in your relationship with God, but I truly feel like I feel in my heart that God is my father and I do and I am so he loves me so much and I'm in love with him, but also I think <sighs> 
I do not worry as much as I used to about my future, um, the things that I want to do in life, because my mind is at a place now, my, my mind and my heart together at a place now where I think I'm solely okay with it being obedient to God, even if it doesn't feel right. And so, um, you know, that's not everybody's place. And listen, sis, I, I understand that that is not that may not be your place right now. That's never to say you cannot get there. Um, I understand where you may be if wherever you are. But I want to say that um, being at this place took a lot of time. It took many years. It took a lot of process. I think I. I want to say that I think I have a a level of self-awareness to where now, because I don't worry about my future, I'm okay with being okay, obedient to God and saying who he is in my life um, and not be afraid of it. To me, for, for me to even say to you very boldly that I do not speak about the universe in the age of time we live in where people say, throwing things out to the universe. I don't serve a creation. My father created the universe, so I don't serve a creation. A couple years ago, I wouldn't have been able to say that to you. I would have been very scared about, well, people are going to, you know, think I'm too, like, Christian, and, you know, they're not going to want to. I don't care. Like, y'all, I do not care because if you don't like what I say, it is not because it's anything to do with me. It has everything to do with me just loving the Lord and wanting to serve him. Um, but I also say that to say, if you are at a place where you feel like you, you know, that new age and kind of those things is something that you, you you're in. I used to be there. I used to be in that place. I used to be in a place where I didn't know if, you know, God was the universe or if he was, you know, just somebody that was people just thought he was. It took time. It took me building relationship and finding out who he was. So uh, I think what I'm trying to say to you is um, when you're also in a place where you do feel like you're insecure and broken, it can be very hard to see God as a friend. It can be very hard to see God as a confidant it can be very hard to see it can be very hard to see God as not an enemy and so I think the picture I want to paint from kind of giving my opinion about this is to say that if you feel that way you're still not a weak Christian you're still God's best in his eyes you're still loved by him if you don't even feel like you love him I though I think the beautiful thing about God is that he's faithful to us when we're not faithful. Where he's faithful to us when we feel like we have a problem with you know giving up sex or we have a problem with drinking or we, whatever our insecurity is, whatever our conviction is, whatever we feel like we're struggling with, whatever we feel like we need deliverance from. You know, sis, I just I just say God wants all that. And that was one of the things Sarah talked about, which I'll get into. So as I was saying, you know, 
one of the things she talked about was um, insecurities a lot. She really touched on, um, first of all, the night was powerful. It was just, sis, sis got the, she got the olive oil, the organic olive oil from Whole Foods that's probably about $60, but in the spiritual, it's probably worth $1 million anointing. Like, this girl is anointed. And I, I just was so blown away. Again, like, I had to really kind of think about the night after I left. I was just so blown away by the authority that she operates in. I was blown away by how God's ability to use what we think we aren't good enough to do as a way for him to us to really experience him. Um, She talked about insecurity a lot and she really painted a picture of how we all are dealing with the same things and we all are dealing with some level of brokenness. Um, but that God wants all of those things. And she gave a lot of examples. She had a lot of people um, that were brought with her that talked about their broken seasons. Um, one of the people that I, beautiful testimony was one of her choir, um, not choir, but praise team members talked about how she didn't think she was good enough to come and sing on a stage to people about, to praising God and she didn't think that she was you know equipped enough to do that and she said that God basically said come with all of that and do it anyway and it made me think a couple things um that a lot of us are living in broken spaces and God is saying I want all of those things plus you I want your brokenness. I really, really honestly do not want you to be perfect. I really, really honestly don't want you to even try to think you can come to me okay and put together. Um, And I think, you know, what I say all the time is that y'all go to therapy and deal with your mess because God wants all of that. If we went, if we went to therapy perfect, there would be no reason for us to pay folks to talk to them. Like God wants us to come to him completely messed up. And I know that that's hard to kind of hear because religion and church and, you know, back in the day that that wasn't the picture that was painted to us. But realistically, God doesn't want us to be perfect, really, really wants us to be broken to come to him so that he can utilize our lives to be to be made whole in him. And so um, one of the things that I got from what Sarah said was brokenness isn't where we're called to. Um, She came from the scripture of in Genesis and what I this is my interpretation. She talked about when God cursed Eve and the serpent and said that she would bruise his he would bruise her heel, but she would crush his head. Um, What I thought to myself, and I think she even said this was um, a lot of us haven't got to the point where we're crushing the enemy's head because we're still living in that bruised heel space. And I think the bruised heel is our brokenness, but our bruised heel has the power to crush the enemy's head. 
And so I just, you know, I want to tell y'all that the brokenness you have gone through and experienced, whether it be a lost child, whether you had a miscarriage, whether you have been divorced, whether you have been through domestic violence, whether you have gone through daddy issues, whether you've gone through unforgiveness or gone through just being single and waiting on God to bless you with your husband. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Sis, I understand like that brokenness is not who we're what we're called to. We're not called to that. And so I think um what Sarah kind of really talked about was this thing of just get out of the bruised heel space and get to a point to where you can really crush the enemy's head. So Another thing she talked about, um, and this was really interesting, was um, that a lot of times we're numb emotionally. Um, And I think that was where I used to be. I realized that I was so numb emotionally from the way that I grew up with my parents and what I the love I don't think I had ever felt I really think even though my parents loved me and I was loved there's not a love that I think my parents could give me that Christ has made me feel um I think growing up I was never told my identity and I've told y'all this before that it may when I would feel things um I I would almost just kind of put myself in a place of well, nothing's ever going to change or I'm never going to feel whole or happy again. So I might as well just live in this space. And what she, what Sarah said, which was so powerful to me was the easy thing about fighting with Christ is that it's just surrender, that you don't have to fight to get your emotions fixed. You do have to, I really, I do realize that God gives us the tools to fight the enemy that when we try, when we are hurting, how to, how to speak the word back to him and say the things that say the things that are true in God's word. But I do think that there is a stage of when we are really broken, that it's just like, God, I surrender my life to you. And I know that that has been recently a thing where I have now been to the point to where even when I do feel like I'm insecure or I feel like fearful about releasing my journal it's like father I surrender to you because whatever I am feeling obviously is not my I'm not operating in strength and I need to surrender to you because you have the ability to do that and do and do the things to change what I feel and so I think what she described, which was amazing, was this numb emotionally can cause us to be turned off by the things of God. And not only that, but we get to a point to where we numb ourselves with other things like social media and food and boys, not boys, but men, because, you know, I'm grown um, and I'm 
not me, but just saying men and, um, you know, things that are not going to fix what we feel. And so we feel broken and we and we can stay in an emotional place that's numb and feels like that's where we're supposed to be. But again, like I said before, we're not called to brokenness. So my advice to you is if that's what you're feeling, definitely surrender. And surrender can look different for other people. Um, My surrenderance was sitting in my therapist's office and really crying to her. And I remember this, I remember this exact session and I told her, I said, I'm just really struggling with feeling like God is proud of me. I'm really struggling with feeling like I'm going to, am I ever going to do enough for him? I'm really struggling with feeling like I'm never going to feel happy. I'm never going to feel perfect for him. And she just kind of plainly said to me, she was like, it sounds like you're struggling with just surrendering to your life to him fully. And when I when we went through that session, I remember exactly telling her, well, I don't know what surrender looks like. And she just said, it's simply saying, God, I surrender to you. Teach me how to follow you. Um, I think the teaching how to follow me part took time, um, but it was every day me. Honestly, y'all, I remember there was probably about a good couple weeks time. I remember this exactly. This was probably back late last year. I was saying to God every morning, Father, I surrender to you because I don't know how to follow you. So if I don't know how to follow you today, I just surrender. And as the days went on, it got easier to learn how to just be okay with whatever I was feeling and just knowing that he was going to push me through the day. Um, So, yeah. Okay, so getting to the third point, um, one of the things that said that she said, um, ooh, she talked about Holy Spirit changing us, and one of the things that I wrote down was, healing does take time, and has to happen, but within healing is a matter of finding out who you are in God and asking Him to help change that part of you. Um, And it's easy to get stuck in your own way. But Holy Spirit calls us to change. Um, And I I, want to say this because I think. I think that a lot of times when we're broken, we can look at people that may be walking in the fullness of God, thinking that they have it all together. I don't. Um, There are seasons for everything. And healing, I think, I just, I've I've been seeing a lot lately on um, social media. One of these things I've been seeing consistently is a time and a place for everything. But also, um, what was this post that I actually posted the other day? I'm going to look for y'all because it was really good about just God's timing with everything in our lives and just this thing of when we're following suit with him. Oh, I know what I'm trying to say. So there are a lot of times and I'm going to look this post up. Um, let me see. Give me a second, y'all, because I want to find this for you. Uh, you've been in a season of silence right now where you feel like you're hidden. But the silence does not mean God has forgotten about you. He has heard every prayer. He has seen every tear. God is not preparing 
God is not preparing the blessing for you. God is preparing you for the blessing. That was my season of healing. And my season of healing probably took about three years. Uh, I will say I started the process of really kind of sifting through what I was going through when I first started therapy in grad school. So 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18. So four years my season of healing was. But I really do feel like my my healing took place last year, all of 2018. And I'm not saying four years has to be your healing process, but I do think you do have to give yourself a minute, especially like if you've gone through a really tough relationship with someone, if you're if you're dealing with a death of a a family member um in between my healing process my mother was had my mother had cancer so it was rough and it is rough to deal with the grieving process of of what you think your life is supposed to look like to this new life God creates for you and i think it takes time it takes a quiet season it takes you putting a lot of things down now I do think that there are times where God will still push us to do things um, within being in a healing process that we may not understand like I do know last year like I told y'all I did three live streams for therapy as a Christian where I talked about my experience or two live streams where I talked about my experience and then I interviewed three other women about their experience. But after I did those live streams, I did not pick therapy as a Christian back up until I did the podcast because I remember after I did those live streams, I was so overwhelmed by the response. But I think the response made me feel like insecure, like I'm not good enough to do this. And so there was more insecurity and confidence that I had to uh, confidence issues I had to work through and God had to prepare me to be okay with being bold enough and getting to a place where I trusted him to speak on a microphone about him to you. And so there was a really tough, quiet season in between that time before I started the podcast where I like wasn't on social media. I wasn't talking to a lot of friends. I was very quiet. Um, I really was in the face of the Lord. So I'm not saying that that has to be a long three year time frame or a whole year time frame. But there is within healing, like if you think about somebody who's in the ICU, who's really healing and like they're away from a lot of people. They are they have one on one with a nurse. They don't get to have a lot of visitors. They don't get to really talk to a lot of people. They're in critical condition. And a lot of times when we're in a healing process emotionally with the Lord, but not only with the Lord, but mentally and just really trying to work through some stuff, you're in ICU where God is really working on you to to build you back up, to get back to a regular place. I talked about that construction time zone or that construction site situation thing and I call and I'll, I don't even remember what podcast it was that until people are able to be around uh drive through your area again you may be in a construction zone and so your heart is very fragile when you're healing and I think y'all have to be really okay with knowing that 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 takes time um but we're called to change we're not called as Christians to stay the same 
if we were called to stay the same, there would be no reason for us to bear fruit. There would be no reason for us to be in different seasons. There would be no reason for us to um, have all these gifts that God doesn't want to use or taking us from glory to glory or doing exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think if we're just supposed to stay the same. Um, We're not called to that. And I don't claim that for y'all like I don't and I declare and decree that if anybody is now wanting to experience change that change will occur for them this week in Jesus name hey I I declare and decree it with y'all so healing does take time and I think that was one of the things that Sarah talked about was just this thing of like she talks about throwing another seed at it and us being the soil and us being the ones that can really like women evolve into this thing she talked about re um regeneration I think is what the word she used regenerate um to a woman that produces seed oh that was so that was such a powerful thing and I don't want to um even try to explain it the way that she explained it but there's a she basically talked about that a lot of times we're born into this world pure, but life reshapes who we are that is not of God. And so when Jesus comes into our lives, he has to reshape us to look like who God called us to be. And so, again, when I was telling you all that change process is supposed to is going to hurt. So be OK with the healing and be OK with how that looks, even if it takes some time. Okay, so um, the next thing that I want to talk about, um, the fourth point is, um, and this kind of went with a little bit of what I've been saying, but bringing our insecurities to God and doing things scared. I have a scripture, Second um, is it Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians twelve and nine, where it talks about um, Paul and how he said that. Um, Oh, this was so powerful. And I actually want to talk about this because I um, said this the other day, I think on a post on Instagram, but it was saying that Paul said that God told him when he was supposed to get the thorn removed from his flesh, he begged God to take it away. And God said, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, So this is Paul speaking now. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest upon me. So basically what Sarah had talked about was basically bringing our insecurities to God, because if 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 I'm just going to use Sarah Jakes Roberts as an example, a person who is T.D. Jakes daughter, who got pregnant as a teen, who got married and then got divorced, she talks about these things that she's went through and how she is now a powerful preacher. Think about those, just those small things that we may look at her as like, oh, you've overcome. But as the person that's in that situation, how insecure you feel as the daughter of a powerful preacher walking in this brokenness and then God calling you to preach the word of God and say how amazing he is standing in front of thousands and thousands of people and speaking about the Lord and we see the manifestation of the healing but imagine how many insecurities she had to bring to the Lord 
how many things of rejection and people talking about her and all these things that we don't see in the background being brought to the father. And so when Paul is talking about God, take these things away from me, take these things away from me. And God's like, no, your testimony is my ability to show how powerful I am. I can take the ugliest thing and make it look amazing in other people's sight. You know why? Because my son's blood took all of those things with him. And so because it took they took it with him, it doesn't even look like you. You don't even look like what you've been through. And so some of y'all don't even look like what you've been through. Y'all probably listening to me and like thinking to yourself, this girl ain't never been through nothing, child. Let me tell you. Yes, I have. But I don't look like it because you know why? Because God's power is is far beyond my weaknesses. So Paul says, because I know God's power is amazing, I would rather boast about how weak I am to show how powerful he is. Like I told y'all in the last podcast, I wanted to kill myself when I was 16 years old. I wanted to die. I wrote a suicide note to my family and was going to take pills and go lay in the bed and die. But I'm speaking to y'all on this microphone by the power of the Lord. And so to say that, I boast about those things. I don't want to hide them. I don't want to hide the fact that all these things happen to me. Why would I hide? That's a disservice to my father to show how powerful he is. And so saying that to say, timing is everything. So you do have to ask God when it's your time to speak. But in the same, actually, you know what? I do think God still calls us to speak regardless of the fact of the matter. Because I do think we're made... We overcome the enemy by our testimony. That's in Revelation 12, I think. But um, healing is the part of the process to be okay, to be at a place where you can speak and be okay with that. Okay, so going to the next thing, I feel like I'm preaching today. I don't know why I got all this like unsh in me, but girl, we're going to take it for what it is. Okay. The fifth thing was that Sarah talked about, which was so good, was um, these were quotes. These were things that she said that I was like, yes, yes, yes. Um, get specific with the enemy because he gets specific with you. Girl, let me tell y'all something. Okay. And I'm going to speak to my single sisters real quick. If you've been in a really tough relationship and... You and the enemy knows that that boy or you know what you like or he knows what you like. He will get so specific with you about poking at the things that cause you pain related to past relationships, past situations with guys, past maybe failures in your mind with guys. When really it wasn't failures, it was God's protection to make you feel like you're not good enough to ever be with anybody. But let me tell you something. I will say that when God can dust you off and make you look amazing in his eyes, when he's so in love with you to show you that you are, what am I trying to say? Help me, Holy Spirit. Y'all ain't weak. Y'all got to know how powerful you are. Get specific with that, man. Y'all know how I feel about the enemy. I I was telling my mama this the other day. 
as we were talking about speaking back to the enemy and I was telling her, I'll say, you know, Jesus spoke back to that man. Like, I will say the word of God back to him because I need to let him know you ain't got no power of authority over me, bruh. Like, I, I, why are you trying? And if you really, really want to get there with me, I declare and decree that the blood of Jesus reigns over my life. So you don't have any power, or any type of authority to come near me because you got to know y'all. Y'all got to get specific with him. Start speaking to God who your husband is. Start speaking and not to make that an idol, make it be a thing where you stand in faith with the father about or even start speaking to God about who he is and who who and I say he I'm talking about the Lord. Start speaking to God about who he is as your father so that the man that is the man that comes looks like you looks like Jesus and can look like and represent the man of God that is supposed to be in your life. Stop seeking this thing of this man, because I'm telling y'all, as a married woman, literally husband is awesome, but husband doesn't complete me like it's great. It's awesome to be married. I will not ever say anything bad about being married. It's a beautiful relationship, but it doesn't complete me. I don't stand with my husband when I stand before the Lord. I stand before the Lord by myself. So. And that's just speaking to my single sisters, but any anybody, if you have a weakness in or if you have if you're struggling with depression, speak back to depression. That's a that's a that's something that God never gave you. Speak back to it and say, you have no power or authority over my mind. If you're struggling to the point of getting out of the bed, start putting on some worship music before you get out of the bed in the morning. Lay there 15 minutes. Turn on some worship music so you can start hearing how powerful God is and that can help you. I don't know why that came to my mind, but just, you know, I've been feeling depression heavy for my listeners um, on my heart when I've been in prayer with God and just this feeling of sadness just on y'all. And I just I'm praying for y'all for one but I just want you to be able to know that you can break that chain. If that's something that your family has gone through where your mom was depressed, your dad was depressed, or, or you have been so hurt by people in your life that you just feel depressed, I'm praying for you. And honestly, I'm speaking life to you to say, I know what that feels like. There were times where I did not want to get out of the bed in the morning, even times where I remember... When I was last year, I went through like a season of sadness really bad. Like I just cried every day. I just didn't want to talk to anybody. I wanted to stay in my room. But you got to get yourself out of that. So go to therapy. Get yourself up. If that's one thing you got to do to just say you did something, go to therapy. Find a therapist. Go listen to my podcast episode on how to find a therapist. Um... And get specific with the enemy because he has no power over you. He doesn't have authority. He, the, our, 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 our savior defeated him already. Y'all have the power. So, okay. I feel like I am getting preachy, y'all. Okay. Um, and then the last thing was um, she was talking about, God, what was the thing? I wrote God is for us. I, I don't remember where I pulled that no specifically from. Um. Oh, this was what happened when she was talking about 
get specific get specific with the enemy because he gets specific with you and she was talking about becoming like God and a lot of times a lot of times when we're in our brokenness what we see is not what God said child that that made me like want to scream because a lot of times when we feel like we're not good enough it looks like it doesn't seem like it's going to get better. But if the Bible says all these positive things about when we're in these places that God said this, God said that, God said this, God said that, you got to change your mindset. God is for you. God is not against you. Um, and for myself, I'm just like, I'm really just starting to get into a place where I'm realizing that God is for me, which makes me, you know, feel secure in him but there is times where that is tested when there are situations that happen then I'm just like God why would you allow this to happen but then I have to check my mind frame because I have to remember that what God allows means something is for my good or he's trying to refine something in me that he needs me to overcome I, that's where my mindset has kind of been lately. And so um, when I'm into it with, if I have an argument with my husband, but we don't really have a lot of arguments now, but um, if if there's a struggle, then, you know, I know that there's something, there's something that comes up for me that I feel like God wants to me refine from struggling with friends. Cause that's been something that's happened, you know, within the last year struggles with friends I think God showed me that I know that I hold a lot in and I need to speak up more and say how I feel. But I would not have learned that if I didn't go through the struggle to know that God wanted me to change and he was for me to change. And he was for me enough to where he allowed those things to happen for me to shift my perspective. So that was my example of he is for you. Um, And that's all my points. Like I said, a night in the wild was amazing. Uh, Sarah Jakes is, like I said, anointed and God is using her in a powerful way. And he's just a good father. And I'm just so thankful um, to be in relationship with him. So that is all I have for y'all today. Like I said, make sure you go subscribe to the podcast, rate the podcast, go get the worship list on the playlist and purchase your therapy reflection journal. Um, some people have purchased that I don't even I don't know who they are. A lot of people have purchased that I know, but some people have purchased I don't know who they are and I appreciate you whoever you are. I'm so excited for you and your journey. And I'm so excited if you're listening for the first time and you are about to start your therapy journey. It's going to be phenomenal and if you don't have a good therapist, still try again. Don't let that experience stop you from going to see a different one. So that is all for this week, y'all. Follow me on Instagram, Rousey Renee, R-O-S-L-Y-N-R-E-N-E. Join my mailing list and be on the lookout for an amazing episode next week with Mrs. Charm Lewis. And I love you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.